Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Ladies, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. We're going to be looking at our third part of our three-part series where we're talking about values and how sometimes when we allow our values to take too much of a priority, they can actually backfire on us. And I think it's really important that we talk about things like this so that we have that conscious awareness about what we're doing and what we want and what we're getting in life and actually ask the questions, maybe those hard questions sometimes about whether it's enough or whether you could be doing better or whether you could be doing things differently. Hello, hello. My name is Rebecca Allen and I'm an executive coach and a personal brand expert and I work only with corporate women. I love working with corporate women. We have a lot of shared challenges in the corporate space. And I have absolutely seen over the last 14 years of coaching how challenging it really can be for a lot of corporate women building their profiles within their companies and, you know, pushing back against a lot of these old structures and old systems and bias and all the challenges that we often have in place around us. And I'm here to talk about it. I'm here to tackle it. I'm here to raise conscious awareness of what's going on so that we then kind of have that greater control over whether or not we put up with it, whether or not we hang around with that, whether or not we do anything about it. So today we are talking about perfection, right? Because it's one of those values that on the face of it, again, it seems like it's a really important value to have for a lot of people. And yet, you know, sometimes it can really backfire on you. It can actually hold you back. And I've already talked about responsibility as a value and loyalty as a value in terms of are these values genuinely supporting you all the time? Are we allowing those values sometimes to shoot us in the foot? Are we protecting the value to the point where we actually suffer and we actually have some sort of um, pushback or we sabotage ourselves somehow or it stops us or it slows us down? So if you want to check out those episodes, if you're interested in learning about responsibility, are you one of those people who's really overly responsible a lot of the time and you take on a lot of the stuff for other people? you will love episode 110. So rewind and go back to that one. And also episode 111, we were talking about loyalty and how loyalty can actually be a massive challenge for a lot of us when we allow ourselves to be held by it entirely all the time, you know. So I will make sure that links to those two episodes are also in the show notes. So if you want to just click on the link, you'll be able to get access to them. But today we're talking about perfectionism or perfection, uh, whichever the way you look at it is. And you know, it's essentially a value. So perfection is a value in that it means if you have this value, i.e. you think that doing things perfectly is really important, then you'll find fault in a lot of what you do, right? And that can be really exhausting. 
but you'll also believe that driving yourself into the ground to achieve those perfect outcomes is actually still worth doing, even though it's painful, even though it's exhausting. And I think what happens in my experience when I've worked with clients who are perfectionists, and I'm 100% a recovering perfectionist myself, I call it self-recovering because it's something I'm constantly challenging and constantly working with to get myself over the line without having all the pressure and the pain of perfection. I've definitely, definitely managed to train myself away from it. Um, but it's been a conscious effort to do that, right? Because it's something that I value. It's something that I see as important. But I think the thing that's interesting is, is if you're somebody who is that perfectionist type, you can think to yourself that it's the only way of doing things. It's the only way I can get results. It's the only way I can deliver. And I really want you to start thinking differently about that and challenging that belief, because that's what it is, that you can actually do this differently and still get great results. Okay. So perfectionist tendencies tend to be quite self-critical. So you're quite hard on yourself and you might feel like you need, like I say, that self-criticism to get any outcomes or to achieve at all. Perfectionism and self-criticism have actually become synonymous in that sense with the process, the process of doing. You're telling yourself you need to be like that. You need to drive yourself into the ground. You need to pursue those perfect outcomes. You need to, because you've trained yourself over the years of doing this, that that is the way you get results. And it probably stems right back to childhood when you were at school and you were that A grade student. And that's how you believe, that's how you get outcomes. That's how you get results. So I find also that people who value perfectionism are often overthinkers as well. Is that you? Could that be you listening in right now? I find perfectionists are often highly judgmental, not just of themselves, but also of other people. So they might sort of complain about their teams not stepping up. They might complain about people around them basically not meeting the grade. Does that sound like you? Um, and they might also easily feel disappointed because those high expectations, both of themselves and of others, are rarely met. So hopefully that's connecting with you. If you're somebody who you feel feels like perfectionism is something that you know you run as a pattern, because that's what it is, it's just a pattern of behavior, then keep listening because there's lots of insights in today's episode that hopefully will help you. I know from personal experience, but also from working with many women who are those overthinkers, high achievers, um, you know, perfectionist tendencies, that valuing perfection, you actually still have a positive intention. The intention is pure. The intention is positive because the perfection value leads to outstanding results. And who doesn't want to deliver outstanding results, you might be asking me. And that's the pushback I often get, right? It was like, well, who wouldn't want that? Why wouldn't you want that? And I think, look, in certain professions, let's talk about this, in certain professions, perfection really genuinely deeply matters. So say, for example, you're an anesthetist. Obviously, you have to make sure that your measurements of all those drugs that you're pumping into somebody who's just about to have surgery matter. It's important that you're perfect and that you're um, on, on point with any medication that you're giving to somebody. Architects also, right, probably have to be pretty accurate. You know, the difference of a degree in a blueprint could make a building fall down, let's face it, right? But the reality is in most professions, that perfectionist tendency actually isn't required and actually it slows you down 
And I know that there'll be people listening to this who are perfectionists who will be shouting at me right now and going, Rebecca, that's just not the case. That's just not the case. My role 100% needs this sort of perfectionist tendency. And I hear you. I really do. This is what happens when you value something deeply. You're passionate about it. You defend it and the actions that you take around that value. I hear you. But please bear with me. Please hear me out and see if what I'm saying makes some sense. Okay. The rub with over-prioritizing perfectionism and overvaluing that perfectionist ideal, if you like, is that you'll never actually achieve it. Perfection by its very nature is impossible to achieve when you think about it, right? It's a merry-go-round, a non-stop merry-go-round. So you can always tinker with something. You can always add another I, dot another, no, the other way around, add another I, cross another T. You can always do more tinkering. It's a never-ending pursuit. And yet you're still not satisfied with the outcome, okay? The second thing is a result of chasing perfect means that you're always disappointed. And who wants to feel like that? I don't know about you, but I'm all about celebrating in the moment. I'm always about celebrating the present moment. I'm always about celebrating an outcome that I've achieved. I don't want to just gloss over it and move on to the next project. I really want to feel absorbed and excited about the outcome I've just produced. Perfectionists also will pour hours and hours and hours of time into their projects, which may or may not even deliver a better return on investment for you. Have you ever thought about that as a concept? Perfectionist listening in, okay? You might tinker with something for another three hours, but you've got to ask yourself, is the return on that three hours of my time, has that really been worth it? Has that really produced a 20% uplift in the product that I've produced? Probably not. And that's where you've got to get that real light bulb moment about whether or not it really matters to do that extra three hours of tinkering. That was my own personal light bulb around it, 100%. I was just like, why am I wasting this time when actually it's not going to deliver me much of a return more on what I've already done. So whilst you're also stuck doing perfect, there are other people around you, maybe your peers who are chasing really great outcomes instead. And those really great outcomes are actually good enough. And then they're using the time that they're saving, that three hours that you're wasting tinkering, they're using that three hours to do something else more effective, like creating new opportunities for themselves or building their executive profiles. These are things that we talk about all the time in our coaching programs. It's all about building your brand and creating the executive profile and the perceptions that you want people to have of you so that you're building trust and credibility all the time. Perfectionists can get stuck in the detail, stuck at their desks, and nobody even knows they're doing it right? And then the last thing I just wanted to say about perfectionists is they're really, really hard on themselves. Isn't that true? If it isn't perfect, then I am not perfect, which means I am not good enough. That is the connection, the complex equivalent that people make when they're perfectionists, which basically means that you're making connections between thoughts in your mind that aren't actually logically correct, right? But this is what they do. If it isn't perfect, then I'm not perfect, which means I'm not good enough. And I really want you to think about that because that is the game-changing moment when you realize that you don't want to be doing that because that is soul-destroying, that is terrible for self-worth, and it is completely and utterly exhausting. So I hope you're with me. I hope you're recognizing some of these tendencies in yourself and you're thinking, actually, this is not helping me. I do need to fix this. I need, do need to look at this. 
So hopefully you're seeing valuing perfection too deeply can actually negatively impact you. And that's what I'm talking about in this series, how values that we hold dear, if we take them to the extreme, can actually limit us or sabotage us or even hurt us and hurt our prospects and our options available to you. So let's talk a little bit then about how you can think about if you're somebody who values those perfect outcomes, how do you start making some changes? How do you start giving yourself a bit of a break, being kinder to yourself, and so you can still move forwards? Well, first, you need to always recognize the pattern that you're actually in. So you need to recognize that you have this perfectionist tendency. That's the first step always. And hopefully by listening to a podcast like this, listening to somebody like me talking to to you about it, it's starting to make you think more consciously. You're more aware, if you like, of that pattern that you're running of perfectionist tendency. And then you, once you have that conscious awareness, that's when you get the choice to do something about it. Of course, when we're not aware of something, which is true of many of our patterns in life, then you can't do anything to change them because you're not aware you're even doing it. So the second thing I'd like you to think about is deciding whether or not the attitude towards perfection or the behavior that comes out as a result of that is actually really serving, you know, serving you and giving you outcomes that you really feel proud about and excited about. And one of the easiest things to do is just to do a pros and cons list. The pros of perfection, the cons of perfection. Just do a pros and cons list and see what you come up with. The third thing I'd love you to consider is do you really need that self-imposed pressure to get great results? What could you actually let go of? What could you actually delegate? And how would you benefit as a result of that? I think that's the thing that's interesting. How would you benefit if you just took away that self-imposed pressure, that self-critical voice? How can you get great results still without that self-criticism? They're the things that are often connected together. People believe that they need that driver in their head telling them they're not good enough, telling them that it needs to be better to actually get great results. It's not. It's just a pattern of behavior you've got yourself in and you've talked yourself into this idea that you need that to get the results. You don't, I promise you. So number four, let's have a look at my fourth idea to help you, is to think about the end outcome, right? So I'd like you to think about the end outcome, what you're looking to achieve, say it's a promotion, and then ask yourself if the perfectionist behavior is getting you there or not. Is it really what you need to get yourself there? Look around you. Are there people around you, maybe in your peer group, who are getting ahead without that perfectionist tendency? Often this is the case. Often those people are the people who are managing up a bit more effectively, hopefully also managing down. You can't just get through life by just managing up. You have to do both. But they're probably investing time and energy doing the jobs you don't like doing, which is probably doing a bit of office politics, building their brand, creating that awareness of the value that they're adding. In a subtle way, of course, we don't want to do it inauthentically. That's really important too. But these are the things that those people are doing. And I want you to start thinking about, am I actually delivering against my own brand? Am I actually presenting that perception that I really want people to have of me? Do people really see the best of me is the question. So there you have it. I hope you've got a lot of value out of my three-part series. I've put a lot of thought into it, thought about a lot of client examples where clients have been struggling with similar challenges. I've put this three-part series together because I can see that those three values come up a lot responsible, being really responsible, being really overly loyal sometimes, 
and taking on perfectionism to the absolute hilt. And I hope you understand that by blindly following your own values, sometimes it can backfire on you. And that in itself, I hope, has given you some food for thought. If you would like some more free tools, there's so much free resource in our business, Illuminate Personal Growth. You can go to our website, obviously, and check us out, illuminategrowth.com.au, or you can go and grab one of our free downloads. One of the most lovely, fantastic checklists that I've produced is called Land Your Next Promotion. It's quite simple, and it looks at a lot of these ideas and, and ways to actually build your profile. So if you want your copy of that, all you have to do is go to rebeccasfreegift.com forward slash checklist, and you'll get Land Your Next Promotion checklist, like I say, which is crammed with strategies and ideas to help you get ahead in your career and get out of your own way. That's the critical piece. We have to absolutely get out of our own way and also get the support that we need around us to absolutely thrive. You have the most fantastic fortnight, and I will speak to you really soon. 